0: Vigyan Prasar presents radio series, The Spices. Ginger, clove, mustard, cardamom. Do you know from where spices have come? Some imported, some deported, some gifted, some shifted. The spices come from variety of places, and now you can find them in our kitchen space. Dear listeners, we all use different kind of spices in our food. But have you ever wondered that from where and how we get these spices? Why some spices are cheap and some are costly? Do you know the spices or condiments we use in our day-to-day life are not necessarily grown in our own country. There are many spices and they have originated at different places and reached throughout the world in various interesting ways. Like red chili is a native of South America and reached the other parts of the world through Columbus. Today we can't even imagine our food without spices, without them The aroma, peculiar flavor, the color and the taste all would be missing and maybe our appetite too. Besides being used as a flavoring agent in cooking, spices also have been used for various medicinal purposes. To learn about the history and use of spices will be a great experience and we will try to give you various interesting information on spices in this series. In this episode, we are going to discuss about clove.
1: Mami,
2: where are you? Rashmi, you are screaming as if we have to go today. Archana, if we don't start preparing from today, we won't be able to finish in time. You don't need to do such elaborate preparation for a three-day outing. Is three-day outing short? It is not a long outing also. It does not matter if the journey is long or short. We will just have to do the preparations. Okay, Rashmi, calm
1: down and have some water. Make a list of all the preparations that has to be made. The one that we can do and the ones in which we need auntie's help. Yes, you're right.
2: I sometimes behave like a kid. Oh, when do people come? Hello, auntie. Hello, Archana. Mummy, where were you? I've been looking for you since a long time.
3: Sorry, I was on the terrace. Auntie, what were you doing on the terrace in such hot weather? I had gone to keep the jar of pickles on the terrace. Pickle?
1: Yummy. Rashmi? Aunty is making preparations for the tour without your telling
2: her. Tour? What tour? Mummy, we are going tomorrow on a college trip to Nainital for three days. Tomorrow? Why didn't you tell me this earlier? How can we tell before when I also got to know it today? Then you will have to do
1: the packing by today. Oh, Aunty, you don't worry about that. We'll take care of it.
2: Yes, you make stuff for us to eat for the journey. Rashmi, what happened to you? I'm the one who's always hungry. Archana, do you remember last time when we went on a picnic, our bus broke down in a jungle? Yes, and there were no houses or shops nearby. That is why I am talking of food. Then I will make some sweets
3: and other things to eat for you. Auntie, don't forget to give those pickles that you have just made. Sure, I will just go and check in the kitchen whether I have all the stuff or not.
2: Mummy, we will also help you.
3: Both of you should go and take rest because you have just come from
2: college. Now we will rest only after we return from Nenital. Rashmi, I will leave
3: now as I have to do my packing. Archana, it is very hot outside. Why don't you stay
2: on for some time and then leave? Yes, Archana, you just have to pack your clothes. What is use of going home early? And auntie is also not at home. Why?
1: Where has your mother gone? Nitin's holidays have got over, so mom has gone to drop him off at
3: the hostel. Then have lunch here and then go to your house. Auntie, how come you are at home today? Didn't you go to college? Oh no, I did go to college, but had to take only one
0: class. That is why I have come early. We will again start journey with Rashmi and Archana, but after this short message.
4: Prasar, an autonomous organization under the Department of Science and Technology, Government of India, was set up in 1989 to undertake large-scale science popularization tasks in India. Vigyan Prasar aims to promote and propagate a widely, as possible, a scientific and rational outlook in the society. Ham radio popularization is a major activity of Vigyan Prasar. Vigyan Prasar, jointly with National Council for Science and Technology Communication, NCSTC has established an amateur radio club, VU2NCT. The importance of ham radio cannot be overemphasized during the natural calamities like floods or earthquakes.
5: Vigyan Prasad Network, VipNet, of science clubs was established with the aim of making science learning joyful and meaningful to the children. Currently, there are about 5,000 VipNet clubs spread across the country. Vigyan Prasad has been involved in designing and developing activity, kits and other resource materials for VipNet clubs.
0: Welcome back. You are listening to The Spice's A series presented to you by Vigyan Prasad.
2: Mummy, you can make whatever you want to. But make the same sweet that you made on Diwali last year. The one which is sealed with a clove. Okay,
3: fine. It is easy to make and takes very little time to prepare. Anything else you want me to make?
2: Mummy, make whatever else you want to make. Clove sweet? How can you make sweet which has clove in it? There's something called a clove sweet and it is very tasty.
1: But I've never eaten it and I've always thought of clove as a very good spice.
3: I didn't know you could also use it to make sweets. In India, it is generally known as spice but it is used in different ways at different places. What do you mean by different ways? I mean that lot of people like the smell of clove and they use it while making meat dishes and chicken.
2: Yes, mummy, cloves have a different smell. Their taste is also very different. Rice becomes very special and different if you just add clove to it.
1: That's true. Sometimes cloves are used while preparing
3: chutney. And because of cloves, it tastes really nice. Cloves are used as a spice in the processed meat industry. Cloves are quite a favourite amongst Chinese and Sri Lankans. And they use it a lot while preparing food items. That means cloves are used in most parts of Asia. Not only Asia, cloves are quite a favourite in other parts of the world. Europeans don't quite like the smell of cloves and they use it mostly in storage of sweets, fruits and bread. People of England use cloves in making most of their pickles.
2: Mughlai food's identity is the distinct smell of cloves. Cloves enjoy high popularity
3: in the Middle East and Arab countries. They form an essential part of the Chinese four powder. While Indonesia produces most of the cloves and is also the main consumer, as they use 50% of the world's production. Actually, in the whole of Indonesia, they are not an important spice. What are you saying, Auntie? Indonesia
1: uses 50% of world's production and still cloves are not their important spice?
3: What do they do with so much of cloves? People of Indonesia don't use cloves in anything except sweet and also smoking. Cloves are used in smoking? Yes, cigarettes aromatized with cloves are extremely popular and nearly every Indonesian male smokes these cigarettes. Their sweet incense-like aroma pervades Indonesian restaurants and offices. One thing is good
1: about all this and that is nobody gets allergy from the smoke. Smoking is always injurious
3: to health and it doesn't matter cloves are in it or not.
2: Do you know another things? Clove was first found in Moluccas Island of Indonesia? It was cultivated mostly in Ternate, Tidove, Becken and west coast of Halmahera. The Dutch extended cultivation to several other islands of Moluccas. That's because Moluccas Island was under the control of the Dutch for many years. Only after
3: the end of the Dutch monopoly in the 18th century, today Zanzibar and the Madagascar are the main producers followed by Indonesia. Do you know one thing? The people of Moluka Island used to plant a clove tree to celebrate the birth of each child and would wear a necklace of cloves as a protection from evil
2: spirit and illness. Mummy, I was thinking that I should also wear a necklace of cloves because Archana is with me most of the time. Before you say anything, Archana,
3: I was thinking that I should make two necklace of cloves and give them to both of you.
1: Oh no, auntie. Now I am quite used to this evil spirit. You can give my necklace to Rashmi. One will keep away evil spirits and the other will keep away all the illnesses.
0: We will again start journey with Rashmi and Archana, but after this short message.
5: publication of popular science books and periodicals has been the mainstay of Vigyan Prasar activities right from its inception. Vigyan Prasar has so far published over 100 titles in English, Hindi and other Indian languages. Some of the series that have evolved over the years are Science Biography Series Science Classics Reprint Series Indian Scientific Heritage Series natural history series and the health series.
4: Vigyan Prasar brings out a bilingual monthly newsletter popular science magazine Dream 2047. Many of the articles that have appeared in DREAM 2047 have been reproduced in newspapers and magazines.
5: Vigyan Prasad Network, VIPNET of Science Clubs was established with the aim of making science learning joyful and meaningful to the children. Currently, there are about 5000 Vipnet clubs spread across the country. Vigyan Prasar has been involved in designing and developing activity kits and other resource materials for Vipnet clubs.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Spices, a series presented to you by Vigyan Prasar. Did you know that cloves were
3: first referred to in Han Chinese literature as tongue spice? Tongue spice? But why? It has been said that the courtiers were required to hold cloves in their mouths when addressing the emperor to prevent any undesired smell. Clove flowers were used to decorate the court. That means Chinese used a lot of cloves. Yes, the Chinese obtained cloves directly from the Ternate Island in Indonesia, and that's how it spread to other countries. Cloves were used in Europe to preserve flour and garnish food. From the 8th century, cloves became increasingly popular in Europe, and the importation of this coveted spice helped the enterprising Venetians become extraordinarily wealthy. Spices have their own story and they can change
2: people's lives to such an extent is unbelievable. Yes! Isn't it strange that some spice was so popular that the people who did their trade in it became rich in such few days? Those trading in scarce commodities with widespread
3: demand learned to make huge profits. This is precisely what happened to clove traders. The cure of cloves and nutmeg attracted the Portuguese to the spice islands in 1514. The Dutch followed them in sixteen zero five. Magellan's fateful circumnavigation of the world started off with five ships and eighteen men returned to Spain. Nevertheless, its cargo of about fifty tours of cloves and nutmeg were considered to have made the expedition a financial success. Did you know clothes were among the most precious of items of Europe in sixteenth and seventeenth centuries and they were worth more than their weight in gold?
2: Oh my God! The clothes must have been used as sort of status symbol in those items.
3: Yes. Can you imagine
1: people wearing necklaces, bracelets, rings and anklets made out of clothes? They must have looked so strange and funny.
2: We can get to know how funny they looked if you agree to wear all these trinklets yourself.
1: Oh, Rashmi, you were wearing the necklace already.
2: Why don't you wear other stuff made of clothes? Let that be. Mummy, tell me one thing. When did clothes become cheap? Instead of becoming cheap, they became more expensive
3: because in the early 17th century, the Dutch eradicated cloves on all islands except Ambonia and Ternate. Why did they do this? They did this to create scarcity and sustain high prices. Do you know that? On the small island of Ternate, 9 km diameter, at least 10 fortresses of Portuguese, Spanish, English and Dutch origin can today be visited. Ten
2: fortresses on an island of a nine-kilometer diameter? Yes, these structures are silent
3: witness to the struggle for a monopoly on the clove. The Dutch monopoly came to an end in the last years of the 18th century when the French began supplying clove from East Indies to the Indian Ocean Islands and the New World. And now the clove has spread from Ternate, Hidor and other spice islands of Indonesia to Zanzibar, Madagascar and Mauritius. And now it's easily available to everyone.
2: Oh, that means if we wanted to go on a trip in the 17th century, we wouldn't have been able to take the sweets which have clove in it.
1: You're so strange. We're living in the 21st century and you're thinking of the circumstances in the 17th century.
2: Okay, sorry. Now I will talk about 21st century.
0: We will again start journey with Rashmi and Archana but after this short message.
4: The Gyan Prasar, an autonomous organization under the Department of Science and Technology, Government of India, was set up in 1989 to undertake large-scale science popularization tasks in India, Vigyan Prasar aims to promote and propagate a widely as possible a scientific and rational outlook in the society. Radio popularization is a major activity of Vigyan Prasar. Vigyan Prasar, jointly with National Council for Science and Technology Communication, NCSTC has established an amateur radio club, VU2NCT. The importance of ham radio cannot be overemphasized during the natural calamities like floods or earthquakes.
5: Vigyan Prasad Network, VipNet, of science clubs was established with the aim of making science learning joyful and meaningful to the children. Currently, there are about 5,000 VipNet clubs spread across the country. Vigyan Prasad has been involved in designing and developing activity, kits and other resource materials for VipNet clubs.
0: Welcome back. You are listening to The Spice's A series presented to you by Vigyan Prasad.
2: Mummy, isn't clove oil used to give relief in toothaches? Yes, cloves
3: are used a lot as medicines in traditional home remedies. Cloves are used for toothaches, colds, flu and fungal infections. As a mosquito repellent, to relieve fatigue and melancholy and also as an aphrodisiac. Eugenol is an effective local anaesthetic and consequently is still used to treat cavities. Clove bud oil is reported to have antioxidant, antibacterial and antifungal property against ache, athlete's foot and other skin infections, as well as helping in the healing of burns, cuts and wounds. However, it should not be used on damaged or sensitive skin.
2: That means clove oil should be used only when we don't have sensitive skin. That's right. Otherwise, it can
3: damage one's skin really badly. And excessive quantities of eugenol can cause vomiting. And it can lead to itching and blistered skin. Auntie, isn't clove bud oil also used in toothpaste and mouthwash? That's right, Archana. Clove bud oil has also been shown to have antiseptic, antiviral and germicidal activity. That is why eugenol is used in mouthwash and toothpaste. Clove oil is also used in perfumes and cosmetics.
2: Clove bud oil has such a different kind of smell, doesn't it, mummy? Yes, it has a spicy,
3: fruity, warm and sweet smell. Indonesia exports the oil in large quantities to other countries.
2: But mummy, I didn't understand one thing. The clove we use, what exactly is it?
3: What do you mean by that?
2: I mean which part of the plant is it? Is it the seed, flower or the leaf that we use?
3: That's a very good question you have asked, Rashmi. Both of you guess, what could it be? It's actually a very interesting question, but I've never really
1: thought about this before. Mummy,
2: I think cloves are the flowers. Such tiny
3: and hard flowers?
2: Flowers can be tiny, but why are they so hard? I don't understand.
3: Rashmi, you are not fully correct, but you are very close. You see, cloves are actually flower buds which are plucked just before they become flowers. But Auntie, why are they so hard? I've never seen a flower bud which is so hard. Actually, Archana, these buds are quickly plunged into boiling water, then dried in or near a fire, after which they turn into hard brown nails. If left on the trees, the buds turn a bright red and open into a fragrant flower. But Auntie, collecting such small buds must not be an easy job. Yes, Archana, the clove tree grows to about 8 to 12 meters in height. And it needs lots of water to grow well. Clove tree lives for about 80 years.
2: 80 years? Then it must be a very high tree. No, Rashmi,
3: it blooms only when it is about 5 to 8 years. On large plantations, movable elevated platforms are used. On smaller plots, the branches are struck and fallen buds are gathered. Do you know that a tree may annually yield up to 34 kg of dried buds?
6: Cloves is very important from agricultural point of view as well as from the pharmaceutical point of view also. And the importance of clove in India and other countries is tremendous. That is reflected by its uses in variety of diet or the preparation of the food across the globe. And significance of clove in countries like uh, Indonesia is tremendous where the birth of a child in a family is celebrated by planting one tree that day in that family and you can imagine the importance of this crop there and it is heartening to note that the cultivation of the clove in India is increasing although this is not a originated crop of India and the, basically the cloves are prepared from the buds of the plant which is produced after three years of planting of the clove plants and the buds are taken from the trees just by shaking giving a jerk to the entire tree and the uh, unopened buds they fall off on the ground and then these buds are collected and then it is boiled in water and then it, this is, we get the clove, which is directly used as, as a condiment or spice in the various dietary items. And this uh, contains a huge amount of oil. Uh, this oil is, uh, is uh, very much useful in pharmaceutical industries, as well as this produces a very pleasant aroma. Whichever food item this is added as a condiment, it offers a very pleasant aroma. It has got tremendous uh, uh, medicinal properties. It is used in the toothpaste. Uh, Because it provides the strength, provides and strengthens the uh, gums and teeth, and wherever the cavity formation is there in the kid, uh, this is always recommended by the doctors. The clove tree is endemic in the north uh, Malukas of Indonesia and cultivated from where this maximum amount of the clove is exported to other countries. The clove tree is indigenous to the various uh, islands of Indonesia and trees remains evergreen throughout the year. And it attains a height of 8 to 12 meter. And the importance of this tree in India has gone recently up because some varieties of cloves are being produced in better quantities in India. The tree of long uh, can live, as the reports uh, are indicating, that they can survive as long as 80 years. So it offers the tremendous economical value. And from a uh, medicinal point of view, uh, there is a component which is present in the uh, clove or long oil that is called as eugenol that contained in the clove bud is an effective local anesthetic and consequently is still used to treat cavities for the dental fillings. Clove oil has also been shown to have the antiseptic uh, antiviral and larvicidal and vermifungal activity also. Excessive quantities of the eugenol can cause vomiting and contact dermatitis including itching, blistered skin and etc.
2: How fascinating. Yeah, that's really nice. Rashmi, let's go and tell uncle to plant a clove tree in the garden. That's a very good idea. But Archana, just think that cloves will start blooming only after four years. That doesn't matter. We'll use other parts of the tree. What do you mean by that?
1: I mean till the buds don't bloom, we can use the leaves or trunk of the tree. You mean we
2: can use other parts of the tree for extracting oil and other purposes?
3: Isn't that right, auntie? Yes, that's right. Whatever properties you need for medicinal use will be found mostly in other parts of the tree. So then it's decided. We'll definitely plant this Indonesian tree. Do you know why is it called cloves in English? No. Why? Clove is actually derived from the Latin word clovers, which means nail. And that's because the shaft and head of the clove bud resembles a nail. Okay, auntie. Should I tell you what is the botanical name for cloves? Botanical name? Yes,
1: tell me, because I also don't know what its botanical name. Its botanical name is Cisgium aromaticum. I think because of its distinct smell, it was given the name aromaticum.
3: It's a favourite amongst cooks all over the world because of its sharp taste and strong smell. The spices that we use for cooking vegetables, aren't cloves a very important part of it? Yes, Rashmi, cloves are used on a regular basis while cooking.
1: Cloves are used a lot while cooking non-vegetarian food. There is no alternative
3: as cloves add a sharp taste and strong smell to food. Cloves are a very important spice not only in Indian but non-veg food all over the world. Cloves are used as pickles in England which is not common in India.
2: They must be using cloves because of its smell. They don't like to eat food which is too hot. The most interesting are
1: the clove-aromated cigarettes that are used by the people of Indonesia.
2: I will definitely buy this cigarette whenever I'll get a chance.
1: I will buy the medicine so that I can get rid
3: of all my skin problems. Both of you buy whatever you want to buy. But for now, go and start packing stuff for your trip. Mummy,
2: but please remember to make those clove sweets.
3: Okay, okay. I will do that only when you will start packing.
2: Archana, will you come and help me with my packing? Oh,
3: sure, Rashmi. You do your packing and I'll go to the kitchen.
0: For further information and to know more about this program, please contact Director Vigyan Prasad, C24, Kutub Institutional Area, New Delhi, 110016. Presenters of the program are Nakul Sahni, Sanya Hashmi, Natasha Kharbanda and Dimple. Research done by Dr. T. V. Venkateshwaran, script Ranjana Kutriyar, editor Satish Kapoor, we acknowledge to Dr. V.B. Kamblesh, Sri Biman Basu, Dr. Dharam Prakash and Dr. Satyajit Rath for their warm cooperation. The program coordinator is Dr. T.V. Venkateshwaran. Director of the program is Rakesh Andania. The program was produced by Credence Media Solutions Private Limited for Vigyan Prasar.